offering the asking price enough? I'll explain next on Tom's Take. You're definitely going to want to watch this one. So you want to buy a home. You see the perfect property. It's been on the market a day or two. And the question comes up, is offering the asking price enough? And this is something that both sellers and buyers should be considering right now. So let me take you through this. And before I answer the question, I want to share some data. Because data always tells the story of what the right decision is, especially in these large real estate transactions, these huge financial decisions that people are making. So according to NAR, so far this year, the average listing had 3.8 offers submitted on it. So not quite four, more than three. And again, that's the National Association of Realtors. The national average for time on the market is 17 days. So those are some great national numbers. Let me tell you what's going on locally in the greater Philadelphia market in Chester, Montgomery, Delaware counties. We're seeing 27 to 29 days average on market. And in Philadelphia, it's north of 60. So a little bit of a different market condition. And when you see that the average home's getting more than three offers, that might give you some guidance on the question, is offering the asking price enough? Then what I want to share with you is the average list-to-sales price ratio through the month of August in the greater Philadelphia market. And here's what we know. In Chester, Delaware, Montgomery counties, the average list-to-sales price ratio, meaning how much the home sold for relative to the listing price, is between 101.2 to 102%. So on average, in the counties, offering the asking price would not be enough to get the home. In Philadelphia, they're seeing a 97.7% of the asking price for what the home actually sells for. So you might be able to offer the asking price in Philadelphia. I'm going to take this data one step further. Selma Hep, the deputy chief economist at CoreLogic, which is a huge real estate data company. They track these things. They look at national trends. Six in ten homes, according to her, are now selling above the asking price. So we've got all this data that shows locally and nationally a lot of homes are selling above the asking price, which tells me offering the asking price might not be enough. So from a buyer perspective, you have to walk in with the mindset of, hey, this trend's not going away. There's still a lot of competition in the market. Millennial home buyers are still out there driving the market, which we've talked about at length on the show. So I've got to be ready to get aggressive if I want to get the home. And we know there's some other ways to do that. I'm not going to go over all those things right now. That's not the point. Year to date, through August, we're seeing that the asking price isn't getting it done the majority of the time. 60% of the time, you've got to go above the asking price according to core logic. And we're seeing locally in Chester, Delaware, Montgomery counties, you're looking at 101.2 to 102% of the asking price as the average, the average right now. So that tells us from the buyer perspective You've got to be ready to make that jump and understand what homes are selling for and where you might need to go to get the property, if that's your goal. On the seller side, there's an additional complication here. Because if you look at January of 2020, according to CoreLogic and their deputy chief economist again, uh, Selma Hep, just 7% of the homes through January 2020 had an appraisal gap. And this is the challenge that comes when homes are selling above the asking price, and you're setting new comparable sales data every time, going up and up and up, 
the data's got to be there in order to get the appraised value. That comes from the mortgage company, so they fund the loan, and they look at three similar sales. If you want to check out how appraisals work, we've got that in plenty of episodes of Tom's Take. We're focusing on what this means for sellers right now. So that was January 2020. Well, through May 2021, we're now at 19% of sales have an appraisal gap where it sold for X, the appraisal came in below at Y, and there's some sort of gap to make up there. So what this means for sellers is that you've got to either negotiate that term up front, understand where you think the appraiser is going to come in, and have a trusted advisor that's going to help you navigate that process, whether it's being willing to negotiate or come down, knowing the buyer's already pre-negotiated, they're going to make up a certain portion of that gap, or know how to appeal an appraisal, or be aware of private data that may not be available to some of these appraisers. So the point is that just because, very clearly, the asking price is not enough anymore. You can see that from the data on the purchase side and what we're seeing with appraisal gaps on the sell side. I mean, you're seeing a 12% increase from January of 2020 to May 2021, and that data always is a little lag. You've got to have someone in your corner representing your interest who's been through this before and knows the options. So if you find yourself in this situation or you're nervous about having to go above the asking price to get a home, and there's a lot of positives that make this a really great time to buy because your rate's going to be a heck of a lot lower, get some professional advice. Talk to an agent who knows what they're talking about and has done business and has been through these situations because they've happened in the past. They're going to happen in the future. It's about how you handle it as a consumer that's going to dictate if you win in the transaction or if you get the home or get the home sold, which is the only result people are looking for. You need anything, you want to talk more about this topic, you know where to reach me. Otherwise, we'll keep them coming and see you next week. You're definitely going to want to watch this one.